is something that gets me down <laughs> and it continually puts me down. And I am not a I'm not a pathetic person by any means. You know, <laughs> I just just putting that in there. Expectations versus the reality of the situation when it comes to speaking to guys, and it sucks, especially in the starting off stage. Yes, and that. As I've come to discover in my years of research, is my biggest issue. That or going downtown and hooking up with people and then expecting it to go somewhere immediately. <laughs> but not always. I would like to just say that there was a good chunk of my life when I was only concerned about being a hoe. But now that I'm 25, almost 25, and have since matured, I'm looking for a little bit more than that. But not, well, that's another part of the issue. I don't really know what I want. So, and you think that's yeah. leading to the issues? Well, this most recent um, flare up, I guess I will call it. <laughs> this most recent um, turmoil that I'm facing, it's more so about myself rather than the guy of anything else. It's made me question if I am even like, am I the issue? Am I the reason that it didn't work out? That's that's just how I feel right now. And hating myself a lot for it right now, honestly. And I need to learn to be kinder and not care so much. People who do that, I don't understand it. I don't understand. I don't think it's humanly possible, but apparently it is. Well, let's talk about the perks of being single. So let's throw it back to when we were both living it up. <laughs> I'm still living it up. Don't worry. <laughs> Seven years going strong over here. Being single is just like figuring out who you are, what you want. You can go out late. You can come home late. You can be with your friends. You have more time to figure out things that you like to do. Like say, not just like going out and having fun painting. Do you like reading? Do you like singing? Do you want to pick up guitar? Like those things are very important to have. And then also, I think the most important thing about being single is sitting with your own thoughts and actually working mm -hmm. through those on your own instead of expecting someone else to come along and fix whatever your issues are or give you all the answers or to destroy you from what your actual issues are which has been my personal flaw but you know sometimes when you want to be single and then you also have this part of you that is a committed person but then you have these two people battling with each other like I don't think that makes you a bad person I think that just means you don't know who you are yet you don't know what you want yet and I think people shit on people sometimes for that especially when you're younger no one knows who they are at 21 you may have some shit figured out but you don't know who the fuck you are forgiving yourself for like past mistakes whatever the case might be I think the best thing about being single is your friendships for sure I think your homies actually keep you grounded have people around you who actually care about you and support you and I think another important thing to remember is also having friends around who don't choose these fucking losers over you when you've been here this whole mm -hmm. time and you know we're not perfect and we have loads of shit that we have to work on however with each other especially we have never allowed a fucking loser to amen. come between us amen to that and I've never blamed you for anything because at the end of the day you are the person that I know so when anything goes awry I don't care about this guy that I've known for five seconds or fucking when girls talk to guys or vice yeah. versa I'm not just you know I'm not just blaming it on the dudes girls are fucked too but I think it's a big issue when these people have a pattern of hurting you yes and yet you allow yourself to side with these people who hurt you and then you blame your friends 
for the issues that arise, or you invest your friends into these situations. Your friends are giving you advice or like be your fucking hype girl. And then these people that we involved themselves in, they bring us down and then we lash out on our friends. I think that is fucked. And do that maybe a couple of times when you're younger, like learn from it. If you're continuously doing that. I just hope those listening, if you do that to your friends, that's your safety net and you can't abuse that system all the time. And that safety net is going to not give a fuck because obviously it feels like you don't give a fuck about them. You don't give a fuck about your friendship. Why would you shit on the people who are just trying to support you? But it stems from insecurity. It's them not wanting to believe what is literally right in front of their face it's them just you know they don't want to believe that this guy actually doesn't give a fuck and that's all it is that's legitimately all it is i've been both girls i've never really shut out my friends friends are literally being like sarah like look you know he doesn't actually give a fuck about you and i've just been like "Mm." it like hurts your feelings when people say that stuff to you but that's because you know it's true and it hurts but instead of blaming the boys for hurting you you're you're like oh my god i can't believe my friend would say that to me like that hurts so bad she said it that's just your insecurity and you don't want to face it i think if you're more concerned at what has been said instead of really internalizing and thinking about what was said in a sense of trying to learn from that and trying to see where that person is coming from that is the issue you know as much as we hate to admit it sometimes our friends know us better than ourselves your friend is choosing to be with a shitty guy or someone who you know she's probably not going to be with or he or she or they are going to be with in the long run whatever you go by i think at some point you do have to let them ride the wave however i think it's totally acceptable to put a boundary in place to be like hey If they keep trying to come to you about it and come to you about it and you start to feel like that is affecting you as a person and bringing you down as a person on the inside and trying to be there for someone, you have to say to yourself, oh, I can't care more about your life than you do. And that's not being rude. That's just the straight up facts. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you can have a relationship with this person, but I just can't be your friend who talks about boyfriends or girlfriends or significant others, partners, whoever. I think that's important to set that boundary and they should be able to respect that, uh, especially if it starts to cause a little bit of tension between you. They feel like they can't come talk to you because you're just sick of it. But I, I, you know, I think at some point we have to realize that sometimes our friends are tired of hearing the exact same thing over and over again. And then top of that, your friends are going through their own shit. So, you know, if you're dealing with the same fucking issue for a year long straight, we're not talking about marriage and kids and stuff. I'm just talking about being young, fucking around, doing whatever. That's an acceptable boundary. And if your friends don't understand that, that's their fucking issue. (laughs) Mic drop. But to add on that, it's just crazy because when you're when you like somebody or you think you like someone so much want to accept the fact that they are treating you badly so instead you know your friend comes to you and says I'm tired of seeing this happen to you and trying to give you advice and you just ignore it just so you know I don't want to hear about it in the future like then that same person inside is like oh my gosh like my best friend just gave me an ultimatum like that's fucked up and it's like oh like this guy he's not making me choose but it's like that's Mm. because this guy knows he has this power over you and knows he can manipulate you and he knows that you're not going to drop him anyways. Or it's just that he truly does not give a fuck. He does not He does not worry about you and your friends at all. Never shut out a friend. Never allow your friend to feel like they can't come to talk to you about things. Especially if they're a really good friend, a close friend, someone you've known for a long time. Maybe they were only someone that you've known for a hot second. But like never turn your back on someone unless they really never. do you dirty. Because you don't want them to turn around and then end up feeling like, oh, well, Jesus, like you said, they only have this like shit guy to go to. Or other shit men. Like 
it, maybe that will lead them down a road that they feel like they don't have anyone besides these people. And then they end up feeling like no one really gets me. This guy gets me like they're the only one who understands me. And then that's just going to create a whirlwind of its own. But healthy boundaries. I think that's the main take from all that is healthy boundaries with people helping people deal with things, but allowing yourself to have space to not let it actually affect you and your life. Because I know when my friends come to me, it actually hurts me on the inside, hearing them cry and be upset. I feel like I'm going through it. I wear yeah. my fucking heart on my sleeve. So when my friends are calling me up and telling me all these fuck things that these guys are doing to them, girls or whoever, that hurts deep. And I mm-hmm. think that's the main thing is just like you both care so much. And that's why it's such a hard situation to be in. Yeah. And see, that's exactly the same as me. And I'm just, even if someone's not really my friend, if they tell me a story about some guy or girl, like doing something really fucked or just being really rude, like I have an opinion on it and I'm going to tell you that that's not right. I think that's wrong. I think that's against my morals. Both, I think, just feel things really strongly when it comes to conflicts that people have. We like to help people because we care about people and we just feel things so strongly for other people being done dirty. I think it's because we have gone through it ourselves and we've also seen so many people go through it. And I think also coming from, you know, haha, trauma, let's bring that up. Um, Our trauma makes us stronger. Give me a (laughs) T. Trauma does make you stronger. But like coming from a broken family, like I think that fucks you up too to have your guard up. You know, like growing up and having someone who wasn't the best role model or not had father figure or mother figure. Like I think whatever the case may be, that also fucks you up. And I find it either pushes you to be like, fuck that. I'm never dating a guy like that. What a fucking loser. Or it's going to push you to see maybe that love is acceptable. And that is fighting for someone. And you have to like go out of your way. There's probably a happy medium between them all. But you have to be aware of it. You can't just pretend that that's not there. And I think it goes two ways too. Like we, our families are kind of fucked, but I think everybody's families are fucked in their own way. But you learn to either recognize that that's not how it should be, or you think that you normalize it. And then you encounter those same problems in your own relationships and you just never, never grow past it. So moving on from, well, furthermore, furthermore, we'll say, there you go. That I will say is that is always legit always true and so simple but nobody ever really it's so hard when you're on the other side your friends will never ever not like somebody who is good for you that's true like if they're shit they're gonna probably not like them or if they do if they hurt you if somebody is nice to you and treats you the way you should be treated and doesn't present any red flags your friends are not gonna not like them they're just not Kindness is a big fucking thing to look for in a person. And I know these guys out here, if you're listening, welcome little Sunday sessions. I know it seems like we're shitting on you, but boys, we love you. We, we like you. Okay. We love you. Don't get me wrong. Like we adore you. Not all of you. This is what this message is for is for those that, and you know who you are listening. You're like, God damn, I've been doing that to these ladies. Oh, God damn. I've been doing that to these boys. Like, I know you're out there and you're one side or the other. Maybe you're a friend in the middle being like, fuck, I'm always that person that is the go-to bitch. And I feel that on a personal level, but kindness goes a long ways and it's true and cliche, but nice boys do win. And it's because we mature boys who are mean to you. You think they like you. 
yep. guys that think that love has to be this type of game where it's like, ooh, does he like me? Oh, I wonder. Oh, is he, you know, texting anyone else? I'm telling you straight up, when someone likes you, you will know there will not be any questions. And love is not an easy thing. And liking someone is not an easy thing. However, love should not be difficult. Love should combine with who you are as a person. I think that you should stay single until you know who you are as a person or you're at a place where you are just evolving and growing and you're thinking of who you want to be as a person in this world and how you're going to impact this world or whatever the case may be. And I think when you're at that stage, that is when you bring someone else into your life and they push you to be a better person. There's no games. There's no questioning. There's no what's he doing? Who's he texting? Like it doesn't drive you fucking crazy because you know, you're not crazy, but people can drive you to be crazy because you're here asking all these questions because there's so many doors left open and like real love is not like that. And until you get real love, that is like that, like mature love, like someone who isn't insecure with themselves, who doesn't have to put you down. We know the guys we're talking about, you know, the guys mm-hmm. who don't give a fuck or is up late at night and calling you at 3am. What are you doing? Oh, Although yeah. he's probably been out with some girl downtown all night and probably some girl or guy that you already know that they are already talking to, but you're in denial about let's fucking call a spade a spade. Shall we like that is not love. And that person, I'm sorry to tell you, but that person don't like you. And if you are in a bad mental state and you're dating someone and they know that, and you are trying and you're just trying to work through, you know, maybe you're just trying to ask them a question. Maybe you're just trying to bring something up to them. Maybe you're just trying to explain how you feel for once. And if you, at the end of that argument, feel worse that person does not love you and you got to come to that realization and I don't care if you live with them living with someone is not a reason to stay with them you fucking get your shit figured out and you get your friends riled up today is the fucking day or if you're listening to pack up your fucking shit and walk out that goddamn door and no one said it's going to be fucking easy I've picked up a bed and I've literally walked across the road with it, hauled all of her shit out. And I was like, fuck that. And you were there. We were, it was your <laughs> yep, living room. It's not, yeah, let's call credit. Like it was your living room. It was a two bedroom tiny basement apartment. But we made it work. But we made it work. And you know what? As crazy as those years were and as tough as they were, and I almost failed at a nursing school at one point, like, let's call it what it is. I was finally facing my shit. Mm -hmm. And that's the biggest thing. See, I have the opposite problem of this, but a lot of people, when they're in a relationship for so long, they can't be alone for even a day. They can't, not even just the thought of not having a significant other, they can't do it. So they will literally drive themselves miserable living with this person every single day rather than just be alone for a day with their own thoughts if you are afraid to be alone and i think in the long run at some point it's going to catch up to you it's going to affect the relationship that you're in it's going to affect who you are as a person because everyone should be okay with being alone that's just a straight up fact you have to be (laughs) you have to be because no one else like whether you like it or not your family, your brothers, your blood, your best friends, no one in this world has you like you have you. Mm-hmm. It's facts. 
you can sit down and you can cry and you can go through it. But at the end of the day, people don't understand that not feeling bad about making choices for yourself. That's what you have to do at the end of the day. We are all just trying to survive and be happy. And that's just the reality of the situation. And you have to learn how to process your own emotions because how are you supposed to process yours and then someone else's? Mm-hmm. You know, that's the issue. When you're in a relationship, you are taking two individuals who have their own thought processes their own traumas, their own issues, their own shit that they've gone through. And then you're trying to combine that. And you're telling me you don't want to be a baseline for that. You don't want to know how to regulate your own emotions. You don't know how to self-reflect. You don't know when to say sorry. You don't know when to say fuck you. Like, no, well, don't say fuck you. But, you know, be able to stand up for yourself and to have an opinion without it turning into a fight. Mm-hmm. That's a big issue. You shouldn't be with someone every time you bring something up. Now, somehow it's your fault. And you feel like shit and you're crying. And sometimes it gets to the point where you just rather say sorry and get it over with than actually deal with the issue. And then, you know, time goes by or maybe the next day you're like, fuck, like you slept on it. You're like, God damn, like I'm waking up this morning. I still don't feel good. You go to bring it up. First thing they say to you is you don't know how to let anything go. And you know what the actual issue is? Is that they're probably not ready to self-reflect and take self-accountability for their actions. So therefore it's your issue. It's just master manipulation right there. Oh, I've had a lot of time to think. And I'm not sure if you're going to agree with this or not, but I think part of my problem with modern dating and my my struggles, my obstacles with it, I think a lot of it stems from the internet and texting. You know, it's just changed the way that we think dating should go. I actually agree with that. I think that people, A, don't have to try so hard anymore. Don't get to see their facial expression. How You can tell when someone pretending to be anything or you know where they're to when they're saying it. When they're in person, they're in front of you. They're speaking to you. You can see their body language, their eye contact, the tone of what they're actually saying in a message. You don't get all that. And everyone interprets a message, a text message, a different way because you read things differently than other people. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know when the lines changed, but I feel like with our generation too. And now that I've realized it about myself, I kind of hate it, and I don't want to ever be like that. Like you know, you think for some reason that if somebody likes you, they're gonna text you throughout their day. If I used to hook up with somebody, my friends are always like, "Oh, so like, have you heard? Like, are they texting you like since? No. Oh, like, well, then he's probably not interested in you. Is that true? Like, when did that? I've never heard anyone actually say that, but it's like up until now, for the last like year or more, I've thought that too. If somebody likes you, they're gonna text you. Is that how it is? Like, but you also, especially if you maybe let's just say you barely know this person, maybe you know him through friends of friends. I, up until you had hooked up with them, you have no idea what their daily routine is like. You don't have any idea what their life is like, their work life is like. You don't even know if they even like technology. Also, it's all of a sudden you're you're two lovebirds and a no, that's unrealistic. I think we need to start switching the narrative to saying, is this person interested in you? Yeah. You know, are you interested in them? But at the end of the day, I think things are so modern and so fast now and people expect things quicker and for things to be super transparent and for everyone just to be fully into it. And it's like, realistically, like we've been talking the past couple of weeks, we've been talking about, you know, interested in someone versus genuinely liking them because things are so fast. And right now, everyone else seems to be getting it so quickly I guess you know social media is bullshit anyways you just think that things are meant to progress pretty quickly when in reality actually know these people yeah and it's only been a couple weeks exactly in the grand scheme of it all you know what I mean like I'm used to I guess see for me too it's been 
so long since I've really dated somebody that I haven't been in school with. <laughs> that, like, you know, in school, you see someone every single day. Well, exactly. You know who they are. You know what they're like around their friends. You know what they're like around your friends. You have a friendship down to build upon maybe future relationship that you kind of might actually get to know someone. And I think the best relationships start from friendships. You know the person and now you're trying to get to know them as like an intimate type of relationship, which, you know, changes the dynamic of things. Like, who are they? Maybe you've heard them talk about other girls or guys or, you know, whatever your case might be. And it's like, hey, who are you as an actual person? Not just you around a boys downtown drinking, around girls downtown drinking. As much as people can say they know someone, just from an outside perspective, you know, say Newfoundland, everyone has an opinion of you before they even know you because they just feel like they fucking know you for some reason um, and know how you actually think as a person. But, you know, my persona, like who I am on social media or how you see me down at a bar, that doesn't determine who I am as an actual person. Mm -hmm. I think that's one thing that pisses me off about being a Newfoundland is that everyone already knows who you are or they formed an opinion about you because of what someone else said. Yep, it's literally impossible. I don't think I've ever talked to a boy that I didn't know someone that they knew. Exactly. Oh, you like going out dancing? Oh, man, she just likes to go out all the time or he likes to go out all the time. I remember caring so much about what people thought about me because I was like, you know, you're in this constant struggle where you're like, oh my God, no, I'm not like that. Like, why do these people think that? Like, they don't actually know me. Like, they don't know the decisions that I made or why you get to a fucking a position in which you're two in life where you make a decision and no, it's not going to make everyone happy. But at the end of the day, you made that decision for yourself because you were trying to better yourself or you're trying to figure out your own shit because you don't know who you are. And I realized that you're not going to please everyone. Like, that's facts. You got to get over that too. Not everyone's going to like you. That's a hard pill to swallow. And it doesn't matter what you do as a person. Some people just aren't going to fucking like you because I remember someone not like me because color my hair. How the fuck am I supposed to? What? Uh, what does that mean? What did? Uh, thanks DNA. Thanks mom and dad. Like <laughs> that doesn't even make yeah. sense. Yeah. You are happy and in a room and just trying to have a good time. All of a sudden now you're a whore. I was like, Jesus mm. Christ, like, yes. how did we, I'm just trying to have a good time and now I'm a whore? Oh, yeah. God. God. Guess I'll just cry myself to sleep. Fuck. Cry myself to sleep. Let's talk about being single in high school versus single as an adult. Mm. Okay. Now this is, this is different because the funny thing about high school is that you, you're in it and you're like, yeah, I don't care what anyone thinks. I know who I am, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, man, such bullshit. High school is literally just a popularity contest. And then you never hear tell those people ever again. And it's the best thing ever. <laughs> like, I remember when I was in high school, I remember when you start doing things like you're in grade 10, you start drinking or you hear about somebody getting fingered in a, the back of a car at a party or some shit. Like that's literally. And then, oh my gosh. So then the next week, all anyone talks about in the entire school and then that person gets labeled as that forever. Then it's so funny because nobody ever says anything like that to that person's face. The blow up on this girl's form spraying, calling her a slut and a whore. And then like Aww. he also starts getting a million likes on Instagram at the same time. I would like to say Crazy. the people who talk about them are usually trying to fucking slide in mad it's what are your, it's your friends that's like oh man she's such a fucking bitch next thing you know it they're hitting her up oh, and yeah. then she's the whore somehow even though in high school i hate that word i just mm -hmm. think a guy fucking made up that word 
to deflect from their own wrongdoings. And somehow, you know, guys, whether you like it or not listening, girls get the fucking short end of the stick. It doesn't make any sense. You know, I think everyone should stay single in high school because as much as you think you know who you are as a person, you don't know who you are as a person. And it gets really confusing when you're trying to explore all the different parts of yourself and you're tied to this relationship when you're young and everyone's just popping off for the first time fucking having a good time trying to do good in school like everyone's playing sports like you said it's this big popularity contest and you're trying to please all these different people let's talk about peer pressure you know when people find out in grade 10 that you're a virgin like god damn you better watch out honey and then Mm. you know as soon as they get it they're gone it's the weirdest thing oh, it's the weirdest time in your life let's just say it. we've said it multiple times you don't want to be you don't want to peak in high school no, the worst I think you you definitely remember but um <laughs> when I was in I don't know grade 10 <laughs> I don't know grade 10 I, I uh for whatever reason at that point in my life I was tired of being a virgin <laughs> Yeah. Then I literally just did it one time with this friend at the time. (laughs) It was so funny because like I did that and then I think I hooked up with somebody else shortly after that. And it was like so is it a party? It was like so like not even sex. That was the time we walked out (laughs) over a road and there was three of us on the back of a bike trying to get home. It was the weirdest time in my life. Don't like eleven AM. I like walked home to my mom's from Shears down. That was I thought I was going to fall off that quad. I thought I was going to fall off. No helmets on. Three of us on the back. <laughs> on top of the fact that we used to drink an absurd amount in grade 10. So the nausea and the bumps coming out over that road was pretty intense. I can't imagine the hot mess that we looked like. But mm. don't just have sex with someone to lose your virginity. Because waiting until you actually like someone is quite important. And don't let these fucking boys or your friends pressure you into getting with someone. And A, don't fucking say that you've slept with someone mm. if you've never done that. And when you get confronted by such person... You act like, oh, like, I don't know, like, uh, uh, but I rest my case. One thing you said there, I, I agree, but then I also disagree at the same time. It's just for me, personally, I was glad in high school that I had just bit the bullet and was like, you know what, I'll just have sex with this guy just because I get that it's probably controversial in a little bit to say that, but it's just when you're young, it's just everybody talks about the first time and makes such a huge deal out of it. And I do think, you know, it should be important, but like at the same time, first time's never good sometimes it's just better to get it over with so you know what you're dealing with so that you're not nervous and i mean it, you've done it with someone who you could be cool with afterwards which i think oh, is yeah. very important like that someone who's a good true for me a good bud <laughs> if he's listening love you you're buddy <laughs> you're done good i think maybe now i don't I probably still would not do this if I went back in high school. If you're in high school and you're not dating anyone, just don't have sex with anybody. Just wait until you're in your 20s. When you're in your 20s, nobody cares who you fuck. If you're in a relationship, everybody's like, oh, okay, well, they, they, this person's had sex and I haven't. Yeah. Just because they're, they're dating someone. Mm, true. First and last episode. Thanks. Good night. <laughs> and we are off the air. <laughs> You don't want to peak in high school because those who peak in high school, those people become super irrelevant. irrelevant. Yeah, just fucking irrelevant in life. When you get out of high school, mean people become irrelevant. And it's just funny that those people usually are the mean people. And it's actually funny to see them fall from the hierarchy because no one in actual life wants to be around or cares about 
mean people. And those are the same people that will sit around a room and talk about you the same way that they did in high school. And it's like, you haven't talked to me in three years. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah. I'm still the topic of your conversation how? Why? I enjoyed high school for sports and for obviously becoming friends with you during Ultimate Frisbee. Because Ooh, fucking- yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wake up. Yeah. That was really cool. But like for the most part, it was just a stepping stone. Like I wouldn't want to go back there mentally. I wouldn't want to be that same person again. That was some of the worst years of my life, even though it seemed like everything was super great. And a lot of that binge drinking and all that stuff that was coping. That was coping for me. I wish I had been a little bit more of a hoe when I was in high school. And because I was so worried about what other people thought and would talk about me. I'm like, man, I should have just been a hoe. I literally got a boyfriend in high school because I didn't want to go to grad alone. I adored my high school sweetheart. Shout out if you're <laughs> listening. But almost wish I was. I can't, sing- remember. <laughs> I can't remember right now. It's escaping me. Oh, wait. I, think, no, I got it. I got it. I, got I think it. we out oh, there. You got it. It's, it could be in that little <laughs> memory back there. If you just want to ride out. Oh, God. They're all going to hate me. They're going to be like, I wish I never dated you. <laughs> Which they probably yeah, already right. think now anyway. So that's fine. But I almost wish I was single because I just wish that I had like started working on myself at a younger age. I wish I had started therapy at a younger age. And actually who I was as a person. Saying that our a relationship had limited me, but I felt like a lot of my time and energy was invested into other people. And I should have really been taking that energy and investing it back into myself. And I would have maybe been on the bandwagon of healing a little bit sooner. Yeah. I think I had, that's why I was single for such a long time in school. That's why I think I have a good, good foundation, good independence, but it it seems to be my Achilles heel right now. (laughs) I like that. I've Um, been alone for too long that it's made me crazy. Don't just go for someone in high school because you think it's going to make you cool because there are probably- because, just to have sex. Yeah. At the end of the day, those people are probably irrelevant now and shitty. They were probably the mean ones in high school who you thought were like, oh my God, they're so cute. And really, they're just like not. So you know who you are. (laughs) And those people don't change. Those people don't change. And usually they'll just probably carry on in the footsteps of their parents. And yes, absolutely. Sometimes being at the bay and doing that is probably not the best thing for you as a person. Because I remember, maybe I shouldn't get that specific, but... (laughs) I've already said too much. Sometimes, you know, these people who are quote unquote cool or relevant or whatever the case may be at the time, I find it funny that maybe we try to hold on to that post coming out of high school, like that first year, like everyone tries to party together because we all like know each other. But then you actually start to see people for who they really are because we are forced to actually become adults. We're going to university. And I think the important thing is moving out of your hometown and you start to see how other people act in the world. And mm. you actually find Newsflash. people- yeah, newsflash. When you're high school, some of them are not good people. <laughs> no, and some of them you're just friends with because it's who you're around. You, you know, maybe you hung out with a couple of people down from Carbonier or down yonder. Oh, the Barons. The Barons. And you're all. Remember when anyone, when anybody went to a party that was that way? Oh, my God. She's going to a party at the Barons. Become more diverse. Like, let's try to get, like, more <laughs> friends. And then you end up going over there. And if you're a girl, the other girls hate you. That's just a straight mm. up fact. Unless you're actually dating one of the guys over there, then they already know that you're not trying to steal their group of guy friends for some reason. So that's okay. But you're a whore. Yeah. Back to being a whore. Uh, If you're a guy going over to another party, hanging out with another, you know, uh, community group, the guys probably want to fight you because you're up on their ladies, unless you have a girlfriend. (laughs) And their ladies who so not true. (laughs) Which aren't their ladies. They're jealous. Yeah. It all comes back to jealousy and jealousy is not a good look, people. No. 
It's all about people just staying within their inner circle and nothing else. Exactly. I think overall, staying single until you're actually ready to be with someone. Don't just fucking get with someone because you think that it's what you need to do. It's what everyone else is doing. Looking back, I just wish that I had focused on myself more. I'm never going to apologize for what I've gone through. I'm not going to regret the decisions I've made because it's made me who I am and it's made me think about things differently. And I feel like I am more mature and I've learned to love myself more so that I can love others better. And I think that's a really important message to take from all that is that you're working on yourself so that you're better for you and those around you. There's always time for that. No matter how long you've been in a relationship with somebody and you feel like, oh my gosh, I've wasted so much of my life feeding into this other person and helping them. You can always start over, learn who you are. You can always reinvent yourself. You're not static. No, exactly. Every day is a new fucking day. It doesn't matter if you're five years old, 50 years old, or fucking 500 and you're just walking this dusty ass earth. (laughs) 500. Imagine being 500. Jesus Christ. Yeah, my mom basically was reinventing herself at like 50. You know, sometimes in life, because we don't want to be lonely and because we have some hardships that maybe we're not ready to deal with on our own, that's the time where you got to realize no one else has you like you have you. And you can be upset. I know my friend's mom said once that you have 72 hours. So I want everyone to practice that. You have 72 hours. Shout out Heather's mom. You the bomb. You have 72 hours to be upset, cry. The horror me's, which is, you know, feeling bad, binge watch your favorite shows, eat all the junk food you need, smoke a fat blunt. You just got to get up because life goes on and you will too you know there's no point to stay stagnant there's no point keep feeling sorry for yourself because life's not going to change until you're ready to, to strap on your fucking boots and get to work get back on the horse you got to grab the bull by the horn and that's that's the facts you know as hard as it is to just accept that life goes on and keep going sometimes that is also what heals you that life goes on life goes on i was 16 i got a tattooed on my foot oh. <laughs> You know, my other great quick tattoo as a 16-year-old is without struggle, there is no progress. At some point, I hope that you realize you rather it be sooner than later is that you are going to have to face your demons. And it's okay if up to this point, like you listening right now, because I I was like that literally until maybe a year ago, a couple of years ago, when I actually put in the work on myself. It's okay to forgive yourself for only needing love from someone for a really long time. And I remember being in that position And I was just in such a bad place mentally. And all I needed was love. And I got that from someone. But, you know, it got to a point where I really wanted to figure out who I was. And this wasn't as good as what it gets. This is not the end all for me. And I was trying to grow with this person. And it just wasn't really working. You know, sometimes love isn't enough. And sometimes you need more than that. You need growth and understanding. And you need to change as a person. And as much as it sucks to sometimes let that go. And it's probably going to be one of the hardest things that you do in life if you're in a relationship with someone that you do love and you do need to say goodbye to them is that whether anyone gets it or not and whether you're painted as a whore or a fucking bitch or whatever the case may be and maybe they'll hate you forever is that you're doing it for yourself because you need to you need to let it go you need to grow and sometimes the things that you think you need turn out to be the things that you only needed momentarily yeah. and that's okay it's true and it sucks you get into a relationship or you're single and you talk to people and you think that oh my god this is it like this is who i'm gonna be with for the rest of my life or oh my god oh, this person man. this person the times gets me. that you think that everybody thinks that some at some point in their life oh my gosh i'm gonna end up with this person love is not enough no 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 you're probably not there's probably a very high chance that you are not going to end up with that person it'd be super cool to be with someone when you're 15 years old and live and be together until you're what it? fucking 
if you, if that person is willing to grow with you and give you space so you can both change and become better people, but maturing at that same level and everyone coming to these realizations at the same time, when you're with someone that doesn't happen all the time, it's really rare that it does. But when it does happen, that's super great. Like, I'm so happy that you were able to come into yourself and understand yourself while having someone there. But the reality of the situation is, is that that don't usually happen. And that's okay. Also sex. I hate to keep making everything about sex. Come on. You can't have sex with one person your whole life. You can't because you don't even know. You do not even know. I feel like people usually get to the point where they have remorse or they have regret that they only ever had sex with one person. I had sex, I think, with, oh God. I would say around 15 people at this 15th person. I was like, oh my God, this one person that I had sex with literally was like game changer. I was like, holy fuck. And this is like, I don't know, well into me having sex for a long time. I was like, wow, okay, that is how sex should go. And I mean, I was like, after a lot of people, like... Let's also put it out there. Don't go back to having sex with your ex. I just want to put that out there. That is not going to do it for you. And I don't want you to say, well, like he's the best person I've ever had sex with or she's the best person I've ever had sex with. I don't care if you're doing the gluck gluck and they're fucking spinning you like a spin top on top and life is fucking hot and steamy and great because that (laughs) is just going to stunt you from doing the work. That's going to stunt you from like being your own person. I don't care what you say. The feelings come back. The feelings come back. Can't hang out and be friends with someone that you used to have sex with. I don't think because let's be honest, it's going to happen again. I think sometimes you can. In my experience, I can. <laughs> but would you have sex with them if they weren't having sex with someone else? Depends on the person. Mm, true. A lot of the times I just find too, after like a certain amount of time has passed, I'm not interested anymore. Like if it's somebody that I fucked like probably three years ago, no. I don't care. Well, you're a different person. I'm gonna hope you're not in the same position. Things are different now. Sometimes you think someone's cool and they give you the Mm. butterflies or like not even the butterflies, but they make you feel special because again, they're probably being mean to you. They're probably down at the bar. They're looking up at you, smile. They put their head (laughs) down, accidentally bump into you. You, They make you feel for some reason (laughs) at that age. Just hearing you say that. eye contact and then looked away looked oh. away oh my god prince charming <laughs> don't fall for it because when you once you think that that's cool but that person is shit to you they don't actually ever really are straightforward with you they're still fucking around with other people but you think ooh, like he's so mysterious and he's broken like me broken people don't connect with them because two broken <laughs> people don't make a whole i'm telling you that except right us now. yeah except, except us. us yeah but that's friendship friendships can <laughs> heal together you and Oh God, don't, don't go. Just don't do it guys. Just don't go for Mm -hmm. someone who has fucked up and has issues. And I'm not saying that these people don't deserve love, but this comes back to the loneliness (laughs) thing. These people need to work on themselves and you need to stop giving them these little, they just want a distraction. And that distraction is you. True. Because maybe you're really kind. You listen to them and they feel understood by someone, but they're probably never going to actually treat you the way you need to be treated because they haven't put in the work themselves. Don't fucking do it. And then would you see past all the bullshit, just looking at you and looking down and, ooh, and you know, all that fucking weird shit after a while, when you see through the bullshit and let me tell you, the veil will open. When that happens, everything that they do from that point on will make you angry. And when they try to speak to you, you'll be like, (laughs) get the away from me. And the funny thing is this run and chase and that whole game, they are actually going to try harder to speak to you and go out of their way to try to talk to you. And it's just going to make your friends. 
<laughs> or and maybe to your friends. And that just goes to show who they are as an actual person, I think. But let me tell you, they're going to be so distraught that you're not giving them that little bit of attention anymore. So they're now they're forced to be like, oh my God, who am I? As a, and just let them sit with it and don't get yourself involved with it because they are not ready to be in a serious, mature relationship or to speak to someone in a serious, mature manner. That's just the reality of the situation because they haven't, those people, they haven't put in the work because people who like you and want to be with you, they know what they want. They're straightforward with you and they won't make it seem like mouse and cat game. Like it's not like that. It's, it's straightforward. It's honest. And they're not mean to you. People who are mean to you don't like you. I'm sorry. That's just fucking reality. It's oh man. The times I've been down, gotten a cold shoulder from people that I've gone home with the weekend before. It's crazy. It's like, oh my gosh. I look back now and I'm just like, what was I doing? Now, as much as we have shit on people this entire time, I am in a pretty great relationship right now. Oh, yeah. Shout out. Shout out, Nathan. Nathan is a fucking gem. I found Nathan. Well, I was supposed to meet Nathan a year prior to when I did. I was at a point for like two years where I didn't think I was ever going to find someone that I really loved again. And, you know, I was really working on myself. I was learning to forgive myself. And then I remember meeting Nathan and I was like, love's not real. I have a dark soul. And then I went away to Labrador as soon as I met him. I came home and I was like, wow, I just only knew this person for five weeks. And then I spoke to them the entire time I was away. And the effort that he put in, you know, just talking to me was super impressive. I had told him before I went away to Labrador, I was going on that to work on myself and to heal and to do my own thing. And I remember going away and he was like, I get that this is like a journey for you and you're doing your own thing. And I want you to know that- Yeah, he was a good guy, super good guy. And he was like, I don't want you to feel like you have to talk to me, but just know that I'll be waiting here when you get back. Respect. That is someone who you've expressed how you felt. You could be honest with them and they respect that and they are willing to come back and actually take things seriously with you. And that's mature. And it's great to have a really healthy relationship because it actually shows you all the other things that you thought were great relationships and you thought that you were in love and you thought that this person was super good and, and whatever the case yeah. may be, but then you actually get treated right. Who is a hundred percent you, someone who understands the struggles of not growing up with a whole lot of money, who knows what it's like to have fucking demons that you got to face every day and work on yourself and knows not every day is going to be a great day. Someone that forces you to stop in your tracks and self-reflect on the things that you've never really had to do before because you never had to own up to them and face them. I think a great thing about relationships is that you have reliable sex that's why i want it so bad right now (laughs) being single is great once you get past the loneliness and you realize that you have all the power to do whatever the fuck it is that you want to do there is beauty in that people that is awesome Mm -hmm. like you don't understand and hot girl summer hot guy summer fucking Whatever it is that you are enchanting, I hope that you get it because being single in the summertime is what life is that's all about. What it, that's what it's about. That's Oh my that's, God. It's different. You'll, it's just different. It hits different. You look good. You feel good. You feel good. You're making money. You're spending money and you're just hanging with your friends and don't waste your time waiting around. For some fucking loser who's also out there sleep, God only knows how many other people are waiting around for some girl who's out there talking to 10 other fucking people. Don't do it. Don't do that to yourself. Don't waste your, your best summer days on these losers. Be True. single and go on all these dates and have so much fun. And if someone makes you feel bad for going on all these dates and having so much fun, you tell them to suck one. <laughs>
Yeah. Don't commit yourself to someone and act like they're the only one that you're speaking to and then doing whatever it is that you're doing. Just be open and honest with someone and everything should be smooth sailing. All this. Oh man, you're, you're putting me in a pickle. (laughs) I'm going through an internal pickle situation in my head right now. An internal pickle. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if this guy that I was talking to was good or bad. I can't pick it out. It's hard to when you want something serious and you really like someone. They seem different than the other people I feel that you've spoken to. I feel like I should bark up his tree. (laughs) I think you should bark up his tree and see where it goes and just let it. Oh, wait, when? I need to give him time. Also, I, think I will say him time is being cool and chill and going with the flow. That's what we need to do is you need to just let it be and see where things end up without putting pressure on it. Now, that's what I want to do now that I know. Yeah, just let it be easy and fun and see where it goes. Because at the end of the now, don't that's what just... it should be like, it's yeah. just, that's what it should be. I was I got too, too ahead of myself. You were just uh... worried and putting him in a box with because... all the other losers. Yes, exactly. That's so true. Putting your insecurities onto someone is not fair. If they never actually give you a reason to be insecure, but because of patterns that you've seen in the past and how people have reacted, now you're putting them in that box. Yeah. And you're already one foot out the door Yeah, to protect yourself. And then they think that you seem crazy because you're just like, I've been here before, but you haven't because you had never actually spoken to this individual person. True. So what do I do now? I think you need to go back to having fun and keeping it casual and being who you are as a person which is fun adorable you know smart gorgeous girl can throw down do some drinks like have a good time i'm coming home in july let's do it let's just go with the flow and see where the sun takes us facts i think this has been a really great episode for us we've definitely we've got into some waves there has been some waves (laughs) happiness anger sadness but i think i think the the potential is there but all those emotions are present when you're single and or in a relationship that's just life it is life being a 20 something god 20s are hard (laughs) they're hard they're extremely hard but they're also the best they are the best i feel like when we're older god damn remember the things we used to be upset about we'll be recording this same episode and we'll probably have different things to say five Mm -hmm. years from now every year maybe not this year though but for the most part every year of my life that i've had has been harder but better i will say that as well i've had some really you learn you grow that's the whole point of all this guys if you're listening and you're going through all these hardships but things see the same well then maybe you're not learning from it maybe you're not stepping outside your comfort zone maybe you're not okay but you're okay with being comfortable and that's not good enough right now we've just gone through a pandemic everything in our lives have been fucking turned upside down i'm sure some of us are we're all over the place but we need to put ourselves <laughs> first and we have to accept the downfalls with the fucking rises and we just need to put ourselves first and learn and grow and to be kinder and nicer and to have fun and to let go and to just be a better version of ourselves every fucking single day yeah it's all about i don't really know how to explain this but first nations cultures i don't know if that's correct but a lot of their take on life is that you're always growing and transforming life it's not it's not a straight journey you're growing all the time every day and that, that's how you should think about life who you are as a person you're always changing mm. and for those of you listening you have one mouth and two ears for a reason you know so <laughs> to listen to this podcast and a mouth to kiss to kiss those losers goodbye Bye. Woo. well i think on that note <laughs> a happier note <laughs> 
happier note, I just want to let you know that we have no idea what we're doing. No, nope. we work going. in progress. Just having fun, airing out our shit in a new way. Yeah. Long phone calls. Yeah, we have therapeutic phone calls. When I listen to a podcast, I just want to feel like I'm chilling with the homies. I'm learning something from it because I'm learning more about them. I'm maybe learning more things about myself. And I just want to sit and self-reflect and relate to relate to people exactly and i think that's why me and you make such a good pair because we feed off each other pretty well i sort of like you aww <laughs> aww thanks <laughs> shucks shucks me little old me but yeah little me baby locking doors <laughs> we are just two newfies talking shit and asking what the fuck is going on in the world Peace and blessings, and we will tune in to you guys next fucking Sunday. Bye.